and only, Silk Cooper. The one and only. I guess actually you're not the one and only. What do you mean? <laughs> you know I don't know any other Coopers out there. <laughs> because you exist in so many different dimensions <laughs> and realities. There's all kinds of Teal Coopers running around. That's you true. Know? That is you true. Know? <laughs> so I guess it's not really the one. This is the current Teal Cooper. <laughs> the, the current reality. You have it. a famous person name. Did I tell you that? No. Well, there's Don't a, you think a so? teal, spiritual teal out there. Yeah, teal swan. She's great. But also, I, I just feel like, you know, cer- certain people have names where it's like, that sounds like a famous person. Teal Cooper sounds like a famous person. Like, I love it. Maybe I'll be famous one day. A hundred percent. So <laughs> I, just because you're on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this will bring me fame. Definitely not because you're Forbes 30 under 30. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> Only because the podcast. Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> OMG. So anyway, the the current Till Cooper is with me. We're going to talk to the guides today again. Um, and yeah, we're going to talk about relationships, I believe. Yeah. Relationships. As we rec- yeah. As we record this, it's February. So it's the month of of love partnership oh yeah duh yeah um and actually what's really interesting is because I think this might come out early March or end of this month I'm not sure yet but we're in a nine month and then March will be what three plus seven a one month so I'm seeing this play out in relationships so intensely like so many people are breaking up out of nowhere um and I mean, I, I think I had seven friends go through breakups last week. Like it's what? wild. Yeah. I was on the phone with people every single day, like <laughs> talking them through it. Uh, there's oh a lot God. of that happening, you know? And so the, the nine, the ending energy, it will show up in all kinds of areas of our lives. But, you know, for many people, not everybody, obviously, but uh, it's showing up in relationships or even just a dynamic within the relationship, like the current dynamic needing to die so that you can shift the energy between you. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens in March with the ones, because I feel like there's going to be a lot of people who went through breakups this month in February, who are going to like quickly get into new relationships next month is what I've seen. So I think it's going to be really interesting. Um, oh, I yeah. had no idea. Yeah. So anyway, this is a little aside. The energy has been wild. The numerology. Yeah. I love the numerology. Okay. So cool. Um, well, let's just go ahead and jump into it then if you're ready. Yeah. Who, what, who are we speaking to? Well, I just figured the monarch being since, unless you want to talk to somebody else. No, that's perfect. Okay. I mean, I guess we could talk to like Aphrodite or something, but, um, monarch being is who we talked to last time. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do them. I mean, okay, cool. Okay, guys, are you ready? <laughs> All right. Okay, give me a give me a moment. Also, okay. last time when I was doing this, because I w- I'm in a swivel chair, if anyone listening is watching on YouTube, because we're posting it on YouTube now, I'm in a swivel chair and I need to get a new chair because... I'll channel and I make swiveling all the way to the left and you're like watching me sideways the whole time. Oh my God. So sorry if I swivel, I need a new chair. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> cool. Give me one second and the guides will come in. All right, friends, it is the month of love. This is why I love February because it's like lovey, Valentine's Day, all the fun stuff. And if you love your body at all and you want to show your body some love, then you will get on the Organifi train immediately. I am not joking. My body loves Organifi, okay? It loves it. Like when I, if I don't have it, like I did that liver detox last month and I couldn't drink anything except water and I was without my Organifi for nine days, I actually just felt like I was a shriveled up raisin. It was horrible. So if you want to show your body some love, these are my top two products. I feel bold saying this, it might change, but Organifi Green Juice and Organifi Harmony, Oh my God, they are game changers. Organifi Green Juice is incredible. First thing in the morning gives you a nice, fresh, 
boost of energy without the extra caffeine and has so many superfoods. There are 11 different superfoods in green juice that support detoxification in the body. I feel so refreshed, so energized, so much less just like bogged down. It's such a beautiful way to start your morning. It's filled with amazing ingredients like moringa, ashwagandha, spirulina, chlorella. View that natural energy boost, balance out your stress hormones and support the natural detox processes in your body. I just put a scoop in some water and add a little bit of nut milk. It is delicious. My second top favorite product has got to be Harmony. I just add it to hot water and it is like healthy hot chocolate. If you like hot chocolate, just get your hands on Harmony. But this is specifically designed to support healthy hormones, which let's be honest, I think most people could use some support there. Harmony is filled with ingredients like maca, cacao, chaste tree berry, shatavari, stinging nettle, turmeric, ginger, cinnamon, all that good stuff packed with antioxidants and anti-inflammatory compounds, immune boosting, adaptogenic. If you feel like you are dealing with hormonal symptoms like acne, weight gain, fatigue, hair loss, low sex drive, Harmony is the most delicious way to support healthy hormones. And you know why I love Organifi products? Because they actually work and they taste delicious. Like I would want to drink these even if there weren't any health benefits. The thing is for us to actually get results from any of these adaptogens, functional mushrooms, herbs, we need to be consistent. And if it tastes bad, we're not going to be consistent. And Organifi makes it so easy for this to become a ritual in your everyday life. I drink Organifi every single day, like multiple times a day, and it truly has made the world of a difference in how I feel. So you can check out Organifi Harmony, Green Juice, and all of their other amazing products. Just head to Organifi.com CTC. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com CTC. My code CTC will get you 20% off. Hello, Teal. We are so excited to be with you again today. And what is it that you would like to discuss? Hello. So we want to discuss energetic resilience when it comes to relationships as like the theme for today. And I have a few questions actually that were submitted by a listener. So I can just read one off to start us out. Wonderful. Is, Navigating relationships when one person is awake and the other isn't. Tips on how to inspire, encourage your significant other to wake up. When one person is awake and the other isn't. The first place that we will start is to recognize that in every relationship dynamic, part of the beauty of the partnership is that you will always be mirroring for each other with every single person that you come in contact with. And so the first thing that we would like to point out is when you're viewing it from the perspective of one person is awake and the other isn't, is that really true? Or is everybody simply awake in their own way? We're not saying this to tell you what to believe. We are offering a different perspective. So you can start to see where perhaps them not being awake to use your language is really an opportunity for you to start to see where that bothers you and what your perceptions are around that. So that is the first place we would start to look at is just the perception that somebody is not awake. What is it about that that is bothering you and why are you desiring them to be different? Because underneath this, you might want to start to peel apart. Is it that that person is not where you desire your partner to be at vibrationally? In which case, is that in fact the correct partnership? Or is there something that you are hoping they change? Once again, is that in fact the correct partnership? If you are continuing to relate to each other from the place of always desiring each other to change, then are you truly operating from a place of unconditional love? For that is what you're being called up to at this time period is to start to relate to people on a very different frequency. We are talking about this much right now. It's coming through in your channel's next book that she has already written because this is going to mirror for you everything that you need to look at for you to truly align with your highest timeline and live as your most authentic, truest self. Your true essence is that of divine love. And so when you are seeing someone else as not being awake and perhaps wishing they were different, we invite you to get more specific around what you wish would be different and why that is important to you. Is this a need that 
you need to express? Where are you not communicating clearly? Or is this something that you are desiring in a partner that you were not clear on from the get-go and you opted into a situation where someone is showing up in a certain way and now you are desiring them to be a different person? Part of loving someone unconditionally is loving them, accepting where they're at right now and that being perfect, that being more than enough. And so we need to get underneath the energy of why is there a desire for them to be different? And what is it that you are looking for? Is this something that could shift through clear, direct communication, which is something that many of you lack in relationship? Is this something that is simply a fundamental difference in the way that you move through your lives? So we would invite you to start to look more at those perspectives in terms of this question. So that is relating to, to the first portion regarding when one person is awake and the other isn't, what if that is the most beautiful mirror for you that you could have asked for? Because whatever that is bringing up within you, whatever that is triggering within you is going to show you something about yourself. And that person is going to be a very powerful teacher for you. That is the first place we would like to start in terms of how to was it you said inspire your partner? Can you please repeat the yeah, rest of the how question? To, how to inspire and encourage your partner. How to inspire and encourage your partner. We are not going to say anything that you haven't yet heard before, but clearly you haven't fully heard it, allowed it to integrate, which is completely fine. We understand that it can take a few times of hearing something for it to fully integrate into a knowing, but what we are going to remind you of is the best way that you can inspire or encourage anyone to do anything is to simply live as the example. Where are you, once again, wishing for someone else to show up differently, to be different, to act differently? And why do you need that of them? So many of you spend much of your time pointing the finger to other people, all of the people around you, instead of looking at yourself. And tuning into why it's bothering you or what you really need. Once again, this is an opportunity to communicate more clearly and more directly and also to get to know yourself on a deeper level in terms of what you desire and maybe what does not resonate. So the work here, we will say, is to show up as the highest version of you, whatever you're desiring in the other person. Are you embodying that yourself? Are you truly embodying that yourself? Because when you live as the example, other people will see that it's working. Other people will see that you are happy, that you are luminous, that you are excited, that you are in flow. And when other people see that it is working, that will inspire them to start to explore different ways of showing up if they are not happy with where they are at. But we also must look at what if that person is happy where they are at? Why are you desiring something different for them? Is that what they desire for themselves as well? This is another aspect of detachment and allowing people to show up in the way that they want and what they want for their lives and how it looks, how it feels might be different than what you want for your life. It is unfair, we will offer, to project your desires, what you think is right or better than onto someone else. If you were to truly shift out of that better than worse than thinking and rise into the frequency of unconditional love, you would move beyond that better than worse than paradigm and allow yourself to simply accept where everyone else is at and see the divine beauty in every single person and wherever they're at on their journey. So the point is, it's all a giant mirror for you. It is showing you what you need to look at within yourself. It is showing you what is important to you. It is showing you what is triggering you. It is showing you where perhaps there is work you need to be doing. It is showing you where, where perhaps you are not living as the example. And if you want anyone to do anything else, you have to ask yourself, why do I want anyone else to do anything else? Why am I not focusing on myself and what I desire to do? So that is what we will say about that question if you have any follow-up. Yeah, that was a great answer. I mean, it was a very loaded answer with a lot of things I think we all needed to hear. When it comes to, let's say as an example, an abundance mindset and one person in the relationship has it and the other one doesn't and is more living in a sense, state of lack and scarcity. I guess it's like obviously going to be to his or her benefit to adapt that mindset. But you're you're basically saying like instead of trying to convince them to 
shape the way they think and shape their vibration and energy around abundance to just basically live that out. And is there any other suggestion you would give to, I guess, embody how to embody that more or embody, I guess, as just as that as an example, like the abundance mindset, like if that were the case, what would you say on that? As we've said before, the key is to let your frequency speak for itself. When you are fully embodied in a vibration, others will feel that. That might be conscious, that might not be conscious, but they will feel that frequency and it will inspire them in some way if they are a vibrational match in terms of being ready and willing to rise to that frequency as well. What you have to understand is there might be certain dynamics where you are embodying the frequency, but that person is not at a vibrational place where they are ready to shift energetically to meet you there. That is the first thing that you simply just have to accept. Everyone has their own path, their own free will, their own contracts, and it is not up to your human ego to decide when it is time for them to shift to their next vibrational state. So that is the first thing that we have to look at is, are they actually vibrationally available to make a shift? And perhaps they are, perhaps they are not, but that is not up to any other to decide. That is up to them to decide and where they're at in their life. That is the first thing to look at. The The next thing to look at is perhaps that person is at a vibrational state where they are able and willing and ready in their journey to shift their frequency. If you are fully embodying that vibration, they will naturally rise to meet that energy, which could be one reason why you were guided together because you will both be helping each other with different things. However, if they are not, then you have to ask yourself the question, am I fully embodied embodied in this vibration? If you are fully embodied in abundance mindset, then would you be perceiving another person as lacking? Do you see what we were saying there? Mm-hmm. Because it's a mirror. So they, if you were embodying it, you wouldn't technically be perceiving that as the mirror because you are embodying it. 100%. So allowing your frequency to do its work in terms of being the example and starting to tune into, am I fully embodied in this? Looking at what are my, my perceptions of other people, of certain situations, and why is it that I, first of all, perceive a deficiency or a lack over here in this situation? And if I do, what is it that I'm actually desiring? Because right underneath it is where you are seeing where you are feeling a lack in your life. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. So the point here is instead of spending so much time wishing for other people to see it your way or do it a different way, what if you can see how every person around you is a magnificent teacher for you? And in that question that we just brought to the surface a moment ago, that is life-altering information where you, where you are perceiving there to be a deficiency here, a lack here. What is that teaching you about yourself? And that is what we encourage you to do with every relationship in your relationship in your life. It is to see how it is mirroring for you, teaching for you, showing you what it is that you are truly desiring. And so in the perception itself, you are learning more about where you are embodied or not in the mindsets you say you are. So at what point would you say the relationship should end based on this like vibrational frequency not being a match anymore? Well, that is not up to us to tell you that is up to you in terms of being in touch with your emotions, your feelings, your desires, what you require of a partner. So that is not for us to decide. We cannot tell you, and we will not tell you a specific point where you cannot be in the relationship. You have free will choice. And that is part of what it is to be in this human experience is there's not always a right or wrong answer. And many of you, especially in a relationship, why you struggle so much in relationships is because the lines are blurry and there isn't necessarily a right or a wrong answer. There are choices that you get to make. There are choices about different partners, different timelines that, that you could anchor into. And that is a difficult thing for many of you because you have 
been trained to be so in your left brain and you have been trained to be so entrenched in this better than, worse than, right or wrong way of thinking. You see the entire world from this perspective in terms of what is right, what is wrong. You judge yourselves constantly from this perspective that that the way you look is wrong, that the way that you show up is wrong, that the amount of money you're making is wrong. You make yourselves wrong all the time because you are so entrenched in this paradigm. And so naturally, that will flow over into how you perceive your relationships. Instead of tuning into your intuition, instead of tuning into your emotions, your body, and asking yourself, does this feel good for me? Am I going to choose myself? Am I going to choose for myself that this is the aligned relationship for me at this point? And I'm, am I going to trust myself? Many of you don't know how to trust yourselves. And so you default to looking at things from the perspective of, is this right or is this wrong? But that is not what it is to be. That is not what it is to be in a relationship. It is lots of gray area. It is lots of blurry lines. It is choice. It's not right or wrong. It is what do you desire? And that is why relationships are so powerful for you in terms of building self-trust and confidence and getting to know yourself because you have to make these choices for yourself. No one else is going to make them for you and live out the, we will say consequences, but we don't mean mean that word to have a negative connotation, but the consequences of your choices, which there are consequences to every single choice you make in your life. And that is what it is to be spiritually, emotionally, energetically mature is to understand that you have free will choice, that you can tune into what's feeling good for you at this moment, and that you are going to make a choice from your soul, from your highest self, and you are going to live the timeline and experience the consequences of that. And that is perfect in whatever it ends up being. Okay. So this is kind of like a side topic, but you mentioned earlier how we sometimes attract in partners because we have a soul contract to help us learn certain things and lessons in this life. What does that look like when the soul contract is a short-term soul contract and it's meant to basically like the contract ran its course, it's over and you choose to stay in it. Um, is your other soulmate contract, like where do they go? <laughs> you know, like how, does that work? And how did, what does your life look like if you choose to stick with that person while the contract should have just been like a short term and end? Well, every situation will play out a bit differently so we can give you different scenarios. But something that we will offer to you is the more you explore your relationship with endings and you start to heal your relationship with completion, it will be easier for you in terms of identifying with clarity when something is complete, because you will be able to acknowledge that, accept that, feel gratitude toward that and complete the contract. And many of you are out of touch with what it feels like when something is completed, because you are afraid of completion, because you have been trained that an ending or a completion is a failure, which is silly when you think about it (laughs) truly vibrationally and how energy moves and how life naturally flows and all of the possibilities that are available for you and all of the lessons that you are here to learn. So the more you start to get comfortable with endings and the more you start to get familiar with what it feels like when something comes to completion, that feeling in your body, you will know through your intuition when something is done, when it is complete. And you don't have to have a justification that is logical to, to know and decide that something is complete. And so when you have shifted your relationship with endings and completion and learned to become comfortable with that so you can identify that feeling in your body, then you will not get in a situation where you continue something that was meant to be completed. In terms of soul contracts, these can play out in a number of ways. For some of you, Perhaps the contract was that the relationship was for a short period of time and you completed what needed to be completed, but there can be an option to extend. You can adjust many contracts and so you can choose that timeline. If that is absolutely not vibrationally resonant because there are other contracts that must be completed, there are a few things that might come forward. You will experience resistance in your life. You will experience signs within your body if you are not tuning into your intuition that it is not the correct relationship. It will be quite clear for you. You might feel depressed. You might feel anxious. You might just feel like things are not working in your life. There will 
will be resistance energetically, physically, emotionally, spiritually, that will be telling you that something is off to get you to look at the relationship and get you to perhaps make a shift that your higher self is trying to guide you toward. And so you will get those signs. You just have to tune into yourself and listen to them. If the other contracts that need to occur do not require we're viewing this from the lens of a romantic partnership, then those other individuals, if, if the contract is meeting with an individual, you could still play out that contract just in a non-romantic way for certain soul contracts. That is one option. It doesn't depending on the situation, which is why we're saying it really depends on the particular soul contract and how it's meant to play out. If it has to be a romantic relationship, then there will be something that will push you to have that romantic relationship. But sometimes you can interact with that person or learn the lesson without it being a romantic relationship. And sometimes the contract is about the lesson itself and not necessarily the specific person. In that case, if you choose to continue the timeline with the original partner, then perhaps that person or anyone else in, in your life currently could be the person that takes on the role of helping you to learn that lesson. It doesn't necessarily have to be with the person it was originally set up to be, so to speak. So there are nuances in the contracts and it really depends on the situation. But when there are certain things that have to be experienced, certain lessons to be learned, certain people that have to come into your life, they will in one way or another. And this is where it is very helpful once again, to live in detachment. And we know that you Teal have experienced this of many people coming into your life, coming in one door and recognizing that the role that they originally came in to fill was not maybe necessarily exactly who they're meant to be for the rest of your life. Friends coming in as romantic partners, romantic partners coming in as friends, your channel coming in as your channel, but then becoming one of your friends. You see what we mean? So you look at, you know, where are my doors open for new energies to come in? And if somebody has to come meet you in whatever way, then they will come in whatever door is open. And that might not, not necessarily be the role that they're going to fill forever, or perhaps where originally it, the timeline was for them to be a romantic partner, perhaps in the new situation, because you have made certain choices, choices, it has opened up the door for them to be not a romantic partner, or perhaps that meeting will trigger the energy within the current relationship so that you then see where that relationship is no longer serving you. And that creates the opportunity for a new person to come in. Got it. Amazing. That was very helpful. One of the simplest changes I have ever made that has had the biggest impact on my health and wellness, how productive I am, my mental clarity, basically just me functioning optimally has been adding in electrolytes. And I used to think electrolytes were just for athletes and I used to think they were all filled with crap and most of them are filled with crap. But a few years ago, I got turned on to Element and holy shit, did my life change. I have never looked back. I did not realize that a lot of my symptoms that I was having that I couldn't figure out what the root cause was, like fatigue, just feeling generally sluggish, feeling weak, trouble focusing, trouble with concentration, constant cravings, feeling hungry no matter how much I ate, random headaches here and there, just not sleeping well. There were so many little things going on and I didn't know what the root cause was and it was electrolyte deficiency, which is especially relevant if you are on a whole foods-based diet. I mean, especially if you're low carb, but I'm not low carb anymore. This is still something that definitely affects me. And as an energy worker, I am burning through a lot of light. And it's the number one thing I suggest to all of my clients who come in for an energy healing session, as well as all of my clients that I train in energy healing and intuitive work. And really everybody who's in any of my containers, we're, we're moving a lot of energy all the time just by moving through things, doing personal development work. That is all frequency work. Electrolytes are key. I really feel like everybody needs electrolytes and element is the cleanest on the market. Co-founder Rob Wolf is somebody I have trusted when it comes to health and wellness for so long. He had a huge impact on me when I originally shifted from a standard American diet to a whole foods based approach 
a while back, which totally changed my life. And I know how picky he is with ingredients and wanting something that actually works. And this stuff does, which is why I'm obsessed and why so many US Olympics teams, NFL teams, NBA teams, NHL teams, special forces like Navy SEALs and Marines all use Element. I swear when I'm feeling foggy, I drink some electrolytes, I drink Element and it's like my brain just turns on. My favorite flavors are the citrus salt and the watermelon. And I love to put the chocolate in my coffee. You can also just put it in hot water and it's like a salted hot chocolate. It's so good, but honestly, you really can't go wrong. And you can try it totally risk-free. This is how it works. Whether you are a new customer or not, same thing for everybody. When you place an order with my code CTC, so it's gonna be drinkelement.com slash CTC. With your order, you will get a free sample pack that includes one packet of every flavor, which is great so that you can try more flavors and just get more product for free. If you place your order and you don't like the order, they offer no questions asked refunds on all orders and you don't even have to send it back. So there's seriously no downside. This could truly change your life. Just head to drinkelement.com slash CTC. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash CTC. You'll get your free sample pack with your order. And that way you can try out all of my favorite flavors. What would you say, um, what do you feel like we should know about soulmates as a collective right now? Is there anything you feel like we should be focusing on or learning just as a whole? What we want to impress upon you is that at this time on the planet, you will be aligned with different soulmate relationships Soulmate relationships can come through in many forms. They can come through as friendships, as romantic partners, as business partners, as healers, as pets, as parents, as children. But that is where you're being calibrated to at this time. So you have the vibrational support and the activators around you to fully live your purpose and fulfill your mission. The relationships that are not truly resonant on a soul level will start to feel very difficult to stay in. You might start to have fights or bicker or feel uncomfortable or drained around those people. You'll feel like you are not getting something out of it. And many of you judge yourselves thinking that's not a fair way to think that you're not getting something out of it, but you will know through a feeling in your body, if something is vibrationally resonant and if that person is expanding and activating you. You are being sent people who are here to wake you up, who are here to activate you. And it is important to stay open to the different people coming into your life at this time and to stay very curious about what that could mean. If you are too rigid in your current social circle, you might be unintentionally blocking the people who are here to help you and support you and guide you through your next level of activation. Remember that spirit source moves through each and every one of you, and there might be certain information that you are desiring that is pivotal for you on your next level that is coming through somebody who is not yet in your current social circle. And so can you stay open and allow these new energies to come in and also Be okay with the fact that certain relationship dynamics might shift at this time. That is what you're experiencing across the board is relationship dynamics shifting. Perhaps a friend becomes a romantic partner or a romantic partner becomes a friend or a friend becomes a business partner or your relationship with your parents starts to shift. You're starting to just see how the relationships in themselves sometimes are transforming, not necessarily taking a back seat, but there will be people coming into your life right now who are here to trigger you, mirror for you, teach you, activate you, guide you, and help you remember who you really are and who you came here to be. And the people who have been energetic filler, many of you have allow them to take up energetic space in your life. And that is a place where many of you are actually experiencing a lot of resistance. And many of you are not wanting to look at your social circles. You have to start to pay attention to what is simply taking up space that is not inspiring you to be who you truly are. You have to allow yourself to be your truest self, your most authentic self at this time. Anything else is going to feel viscerally 
difficult. It's going to feel very hard. It's going to make you sad and anxious. And if there are any relationships in which you don't feel safe to express your truth, to live your truth, to be your most authentic self, this is something that is very important to look at at this time. You have to remember that there are people who are looking for you, people who will love you just as you are, as the truest version of yourself. And so can you let them in? What you will be seeing at this time is what your relationship is with support and also in relationships where you are still living from your ego, where you are still attached to things because you're comfortable. You will be pushed out of your comfort zone through your relationships at this time. You will be required to communicate more clearly and more directly. Your relationships are your guide through ascension. And so you must ask yourself, is this relationship challenging me and expanding me? Perhaps not in a comfortable way. (laughs) Expansion is not comfortable, but are they expanding me and challenging me and inspiring me to be the best version of myself? And sometimes that might be through making you feel triggered. But those are the relationships that are important to keep. Those are the sacred relationships at this time. So trust that whoever will help you get to your next level through mirroring, teaching, exemplifying is being sent to you, but are you open to receiving them? Are you listening in your conversations, in your interactions? Are you being present? Are you allowing yourself to hear the divine messages that are flowing through each and every person all around you? Are you allowing yourself to notice the similar patterns and themes that are coming up in your different relationship dynamics? And are you allowing all of the people around you to help you see where you perhaps still have areas that need some more healing, where you perhaps are not fully happy with yourself and you can make changes to fully live in alignment and live in happiness. So what we would like to say is that soulmate relationships are crucial at this time and should be your priority. And what we would encourage you to do is to take some time to look at what you have been prioritizing in your life across the board. We are coming at this from the angle of soulmates and relationships overall, but this is going to be important in every area of your life because so many of you are living in routine and living based on what you should do. And you get so caught up in the snowball of it all that you don't always take time to stop and think about what you truly desire and what's feeling good for you. But this is a time to be present, to make conscious choices, And to look at where you are directing your energy and asking if where you're directing your energy is where you really want to be putting your energy. And if you look at your priorities for your life and how you want to feel, does that align with the people that you are spending time with? And some of you might start to notice that you desire to spend more time with certain friends that you desire to spend more time with your partner, more quality time with your partner, that you desire to spend more time with with your children or your family, that you desire to spend less time with certain people. It will be different for every single person, but we encourage you to look at what your priorities are and be truly honest with yourself about who supports you in expanding, who activates you, who helps you learn, who helps to shift your perspective. And are you prioritizing those relationships? Because it is The relationships that challenge you to step out of your comfort zone, to say the thing that you are too afraid to say, that will be the most important in your life. And that is what we hope you understand at this time. Amazing. Thank you so much. I don't know if I have any other questions um, or from the listeners or anything, but thank you. That was incredible. Does that feel complete for you? Yes, definitely. We will ask you if there is still time. Yeah. We will ask you how you've seen this playing out for you. Have you noticed a rearranging in your relationships and how is the topic of soulmate coming through for you? Yeah. So I called in a soulmate that I've met last year. It's been like seven months now. And I think it's the first relationship that I've had where like you were saying, it's triggering, it's challenging, it's expansive and it's uncomfortable. And it's in some of those ways where it makes you grow, but I think, um, not experiencing that before, you know, you, 
it, you realize like how necessary that is for growth and how those are the relationships that really make you want to become a better person versus like relationships I've had in the past are just kind of like coasting. And, Mm -hmm. um, I felt like it was beneficial. There was like lessons learned on both ends, but I felt that the contract was over when it should have been over. Um, it might've, you know, lagged on a little too long, but eventually it ended for the best. Um, and so I definitely, a lot of that resonated with me and I think it will with a lot of other people too. We're so happy that you brought that forward because we would like to add a bit in terms of the soulmate relationship and attracting in someone who is truly resonant on a soul level, because there will be a sense of familiarity. There will be a sense of knowing of home, which is part of how you can recognize that this person is familiar on a soul level. And what we will say, first of all, is just because someone is familiar on a soul level does not necessarily mean that they should be or have to be in your life. And we want to be clear about that because many people who look at relationships from this more spiritual perspective will justify staying in a situation because of a certain soul connection. Just because you have a soul connection does not mean that the relationship is aligned in this lifetime necessarily. You have to honor how you are feeling in this lifetime and how you're both showing up for each other and how the frequencies are merging in this individual incarnation. So we want to be clear about that so that people are not justifying staying in situations that are not healthy for them just because they are a soulmate, just because they're in a soulmate does not necessarily mean it is healthy for you at this time. But for many of you, you will find that your soulmate connections are very helpful for you at this time. And soulmate connections might have a quote end date in, in the contract. Uh, and that is okay. That is, that is part of what you both decided. That is part of how you are supporting each other through this journey. But when you meet somebody who feels very familiar, tune into what could be there for you. And explore that dynamic because many of these people will create a safe space to activate you into your next level in a way that feels like a quantum leap because you have done much of this before. And so being in a relationship with that person can catapult you further vibrationally because your soul memory kicks in, their frequency is activating something within you and and likewise for them. And that can help you truly step into your next level. But to your point, it is these relationships that are feeling very different, in fact, that actually are often the most valuable. And this is why many struggle to find their life partner at this time. It's perhaps the most common reason is they're looking for something that they're used to. They're looking for something that they feel comfortable with. So then they attract a different version of the same person. They attract in a similar frequency because they're looking for something that's comfortable. And then they're not happy in the situation yet again, because they attracted in the same thing they experienced before that didn't make them happy the first time. And so that is very important to remember that we want to offer to your listeners is that often when you meet somebody who feels different vibrationally, Give it a chance because perhaps it is exactly what you need. And if the frequencies that you feel comfortable with didn't work for you before, then you are probably going to require a different frequency moving forward in terms of somebody who truly challenges you. And in fact, it is helpful to feel what we will say is a sense of home and knowing this person and connection, but also a bit of that vibrational gap, because that is how you will know that you can expand each other. If you are so much in the same wavelength that there is no expansion, then it might not actually be the most supportive relationship for you. Can you relate to that feeling of the sense of home and familiarity, but also a sense of a vibrational gap that will allow you both to grow? Definitely. And I think coming back to the very first question of one person awake and one person not, the person can be conscious, but not like fully awakened yet, but that could be the gap where it inspires the other person to grow. 100%. And so what we will offer is give people an opportunity to rise. We 
reminder channel of this all the time. Perhaps you are the person that was contracted in to show somebody an example of another way to live. If you are expecting everybody to meet you where you're at right now, first time you connect, first few times, then that's not necessarily the, we'll, we'll use the term fairest way to evaluate things because sometimes people have just encountered a frequency for the first time and need to digest it and feel into it, but they actually do want to shift. And you could be the example. You could be the person potentially that is showing them a different way of viewing the world of showing up. And that is a beautiful thing. So give people an opportunity while also honoring your intuition and how you're feeling. You will know, you will know when you're connected to your inner knowing, to the voice of your soul, when it is simply not a frequency match and not meant to be a frequency match, but give people a chance and utilize those vibrational gaps as a way to make your own quantum leaps. I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your wonderful questions. We hope that this was supportive for you all at this time. We were so grateful to be here and we hope to chat with you again very soon. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That was great. Oh, wow. I was gone. <laughs> oh, man. Was that helpful? Yeah. Where were you? Um, It looked like I was um, just in a sea of white. Oh, wow. I was formless. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great. I like got a lot of great information that was relevant to me in my life right now. And so mm-hmm. I think it'll definitely be helpful for other people. Cool. I bit, I bit my cheek the other day and I kept like <laughs> biting it. I could, I could feel, I could feel it last. Okay. Um, any, any key takeaways? There was so many, like, it's hard to just, or like, anything that stood out. Did you have any big aha? I like to do like a brief little. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot. So the first question was about if someone in the relationship was a awakened and the other person's not it was you know a lot about the leading by example which is an aha moment for me in my session with you and mm-hmm. not having to convince but also like maybe that vibrational gap is what's needed to like help the other person grow in the contract that you guys have with each other like mm-hmm. you're meant to help this person like awaken by just being you're like embodying that version, you yeah. know, not trying to try to convince, but more so just like leading by example, um, which I really loved. And then she, we went into like abundance mindset versus scarcity mindset and like soul contracts and how, you know, it could be short-term or long-term and how it will feel when the contract should be up or mm-hmm. like end. Um, so much, so many yeah. good nuggets of information. I think something that we forget or we don't think about is that sometimes it's the breakup that is the activator for the other person. Like sometimes the contract, the point was the breakup, you know, and I know I have been in relationships where that was literally the contract. Like the point was for us to break up and what, what that would trigger within each of us in terms of our own healing. Um, and I think that's a really powerful way to look at it. You know, it's something that I was like, holy shit was like when they were like basically saying, if you are seeing that someone, if you're perceiving someone else to be in scarcity mindset, then like, where, where is that mirroring for you that you are viewing it as a deficiency? And like, where, like you're, you're in lack, you're in lack energy. That was another great one. Exactly. It's like, if you weren't in lack, you wouldn't be perceiving that. that Yeah. Yeah. That hurts my brain a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Honestly, it's like I have to go back and listen to re like take all the takeaways in because it's like so much great information all at once. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the end, she or the, I keep saying she, they asked me a question. Yeah. <laughs> that never happens. And I loved it. Like, I mean, it was just um unexpected. But yeah, I mean, it was just more about like why, how has this related to you? And yeah, it totally has. And you know, I go into it. Yeah. I think a lot of people will be able to relate. Yeah, totally. I think that like in the piece of like, just because someone's your soulmate doesn't mean like you have to be, or you're supposed to be with them forever. Yeah. 
you know, like, yeah. <laughs> um, but I know I'm feeling this of like people who are not like a soulmate. I have a vis like, it's just like, it can't be in my life anymore. Yeah. Like, it's just not working. You know, all of these like convenience relationships aren't working. And I think we're all being sent. Like if you're on this path of ascension, we're being sent people who like trigger the fuck out of us because those yeah. are the people that are helping us on the journey, yeah. you For know? Sure. Um, so yeah, it's really, it's a really powerful time, but I can tell they want, they, I can tell they would, per, they want it. They want to just like back and forth. I love that. I just yeah. didn't, they only really went back and forth in the end. Yeah. Yeah. I think next they, time I'll be like, do you have any questions for me? Yeah. Well, I think more. they just want the whole thing to, to embed a little bit more. I can, yeah. cause I can feel sometimes like basically what happens is like, I'll like receive the vibration of the packet of information. And I can see that the packet has like the best way to describe it. It's like, it has 12 legs. So it's like, you ask a question and this thing drops in and it's like 12 legs. So it's like 12 different angles that they want to talk about. And they start going, they go down one leg and then it like, you know, they do their one leg and then you're like, okay, thanks. And then ask the next question. But they're like, oh no, we want to go down these other legs too. (laughs) You know? So it's like so much information. So yeah, I'll, I'm going to tell them to just ask you more questions. So much information. Cause it's also like the 12 legs. I feel like you're all talked about back to back to where mm-hmm. if I had a question, like I need to write it down because I'll forget it by the sixth leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You well, know? don't, don't be afraid to cut them off. Okay. <laughs> talk to them like you would talk to me. Okay. But, but it was great. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do um, that next time. But I can I tell feel bad, like cutting them off. They're going to lose their train of thought. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> They're, they're like, they're like a sea of information and it like, they need, they, they like when we ask the questions, cause then it pulls out the data point from them. That's relevant versus yeah. like, versus like, Hey, what's in the sea? They're like, okay, I guess we'll give you this data point, but is that actually the exact frequency that would be most helpful? You know? Um, so yeah, it's fun. Wow. That was like, yeah, I was, I was somewhere. And then there was this point where I was like in the, the, this white oneness. And I was suddenly aware of like the computer, like, like, and I was like, I think the computer is 10,000 feet away from me. Like, (laughs) I was like, I think it's like, and I, and then I kind of like, like in the sea of whiteness, I saw my computer and it was literally, it looked like it was like 20 miles away from me. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so far from my computer. (laughs) You went black like twice. And so yeah, I was like, oh my God, what's happening? (laughs) Oh my God. So good. So good. All right. So fun. fun. Yeah. Uh, great. Well, everyone listening, let us know what you thought. Uh, send in more questions. Send in questions. Yeah. Go to christinathechannel.com slash POD slash pod. And you can submit questions there. And uh, Teal and I can bring them forward to the guides and we can have fun with it, you know? So um, keep doing that. And yeah, we would love to uh, hear what you, what you thought. Be sure to, to take a screenshot and tag us. Tag me at Christina the Channel. And at Christian the Channel Podcast, you can tag Teal at are you Teal dot Cooper. Yeah. Teal dot Teal Teal dot Cooper. Uh, <laughs> and that way we can see that you're enjoying it. And it always means the world when you guys share the episodes because it really is the best way to uh, support this show and help us continue to grow our community. So thank you all for listening in. We hope you have an amazing rest of your day. We'll chat with you.